Welcome to the Big Book Roundtable in the RICO 12 family of recovery resources targeted at people from all backgrounds, faiths, and places dealing with addictions of all varieties. RICO 12 is a resource for the loved ones of addicts. I'm Justin B., a child of an all-powerful and all-loving God and a multidisciplinary addict living in miraculous recovery and am blessed to be the moderator of this roundtable. I'm excited to get it started. I'm joined today by Ashley S., David G., and Nikki M., The four of us are living in the miracle of recovery one day at a time, and three of us, I'll let you guess which ones those are as we go along, are very well versed in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, I will quickly further introduce myself and then get to our panelists. I'm Justin B. Once again, I'm the steward of the RICO 12 family of recovery resources, and what an amazing privilege that is. RICO 12 is currently a family of podcasts, which include the RICO 12 Speaker Meeting Podcast, RICO 12 Shares, starting Noodle It Out with Nikki and this project, the Big Book Roundtable Project. Um, more resources are coming down the pipeline, so buckle up. This is an adventure. Ashley, if you wouldn't mind, please give us a quick introduction of yourself and maybe something you're working on in your recovery. Well, thank you, Justin. Um, my name is Ashley S., and I am from North Carolina, and I have a sobriety date of November 2nd, 2021. Um, I am a recovered sex addict and codependent. And I am a proud uh, member of the AAA, um, All Addicts Anonymous uh, Fellowship, and also Al-Anon. Um, my home group is the Friday Night AAA. We stood at the Turning Point group, and um, I have been through the big book, um, through the Hyannis Method, and I am so grateful to be able to, to share with you all um, that David and I are actually working on a new workshop. It's a 12 traditions workshop that meets every three weeks as part of the high road to a new freedom group. And we have just kicked off um, our very first uh, study last night on tradition one. Um, So we'll be looking forward to starting that back again in mid-July. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ashley, for introducing yourself. Some really exciting things there and and, uh, grateful to have you here. David, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself along with something, a project you're working on, too, in your recovery. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Justin, for your service and all that you do. Hey, everybody, David G. I'm an alcoholic and an addict of many sorts. Grateful for a recovery date, a God-blessed sobriety date of August 8th, 1994, an Alcoholics Anonymous, and an emotional sobriety date in another S Fellowship of um, October 1st, 2019. I've been a member of... um, the Broken Bottle Group here in McAllister for several years. Uh, uh, that is a fellowship, a group that I'd started many years ago. Uh, currently, a high road to a new freedom. That, then, as Ashley said, the AAA Friday night we stood at the turning point as my home group. Currently in recovery, I'm doing a lot of big book workshops for different groups. This has come as uh, in-person events now. It started with Zoom. I did the first one in Alaska. I did the second one in New Jersey. And the third one we did that was kind of universal. It was um, worldwide. And so currently, as she said, we are doing the 12 tradition workshop on Tuesday night. We meet by Zoom and uh, just a lot going on in recovery. Love helping the addict who still suffers and and just really grateful to be here with you tonight. So thanks for uh, selecting me to be a part of this. Awesome. Thank you so much, David. And I'm very grateful to have you as part of this also. Nikki, it's your turn to quickly share a bit about yourself and maybe some projects and recovery things you're working on too. Great. Hi, I'm Nikki M. And I'm a grateful member of many beautiful fellowships. 
um, of sobriety date, I always say, you know what? I can't even get one day together because I took a thought, a really random thought that was so inappropriate that instantly sends me back into self-will. So I don't know how to count my sobriety dates. I'm a member of, uh, I came in through Al-Anon. That's how I came in because I like to, um, you know, control the universe. I like to play God as a big book says. And so that led me into another, other addictions uh, that my sponsor at the time in Al-Anon, he said, you know, it sounds like you have a sex and love problem. And I said, oh, that's not for people like me. And then it turns out it is for people like me. <laughs> and I have ultimately what the big book calls a problem that centers in my mind. And that's, and that's what I have to, you know, get a daily reprieve from. So the projects that I'm working on right now, of course, Noodle It Out was with Nikki. That was born out of COVID. I, um, I started a book, uh, home group that was prior to COVID. That was, I think in 2000, oh, I want to say 18. And it was a Wednesday night, big book, SLAA open meeting. Welcome to anyone suffering from, um, any addiction and affliction, really. We just happen to fall into that category. And we move that online and then we have a fellowship that grew and it keeps growing. And right now my projects are uh, a podcast that's in, in the works and a book that it's just, God has big visions. It says for me, God, vision for you. I'm so grateful to be here with all of you. Thank you, Justin. Awesome. Thanks, Nikki. Grateful to have you here. Ashley, David, Nikki, so excited about that. Now, um, I'm going to share a little bit more about myself and introduce myself um, the way that was done here. I'm Justin. I am a gratefully recovering addict to lust is my primary addiction. A sobriety date in that S fellowship is uh, June 19th of 2015. Just barely turned eight years old one day at a time. What a miracle that is. Um, and I, in this whole process, I learned or finally came to admit that I'm also a food addict. I'm, I, I, dig salty, crunchy foods and can't stop once I start. It's, it's, it's hopeless, but I am gratefully sober abstinent in OA since uh, December 15th of 2021. What a miracle that is. And, um, you know, I work my recovery daily. I sponsor others. I, I have a sponsor. I, I look for and am grateful to find all sorts of different angles and learn about different um, people's experience, strength, and hope with the same affliction, not necessarily lust or food or whatever it may be. I've learned that addictions of all varieties are very similar and that the solution as found in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous is universal to all addictions and afflictions too. And, and that's a little bit about me. I'm grateful to be here. Thanks everybody for doing that. Now I'm going to jump in a little bit and introduce a little bit more about this um, uh, project, the Big Book Roundtable Project. Um, now, I have come up in my first several years in recovery with pretty limited exposure to the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. But in the last three or four years, um, I've come to realize the absolute importance and power of this book. It's applicable for any and all addictions, afflictions, and even just plain old life. In the religions of the world, there is one core document that each one refers to in their own in their own faith tradition, the Bible, the Quran, the Tao Te Ching, etc. All of the other commentaries, books, and writings are fine and good, but they're just supplements to these core documents. In recovery, the big book is very similar. It is the core. All of the other approved literature or books that are written to help in recovery are just commentary. They can be helpful, but I need to know the core. And that's what we're doing here. 
And if I want to get to the core, I need to study and understand that core. And that is what we're going to do in this podcast. We're going to take a slightly deeper than surface level snorkel through the first 164 pages of the big book, taking a few paragraphs at a time and sharing our individual experience, strength, and hope on the exact instructions of the big book. So Ashley, if you wouldn't mind just taking a minute and share with us a little of what you think this project will do for the listening audience. Thank you, Justin. Um, Well, what I hope that this will do for the listeners is that they will develop a new relationship with God the same exact way that I did by working the steps through the book. I hope it'll encourage them to maybe find a new sponsor or to work with their sponsor to go through the book in this way. Um, Because that's ultimately what uh, attracted me to the sponsor that I chose is I found the fellowship that I in that I was in. Uh, there weren't meetings there that I wanted to go to. There was a different kind that attracted me. Um, there was a different message, a different book altogether that ultimately helped me to have my own spiritual awakening. So that's what I hope um, someone listening can get out of this. Love that. Thank you, Ashley. David, what do you think a listener should be paying attention for during the extent of this project? Thank you, Justin. I, I really feel like, you know, it has been my experience that those that will listen and read between the lines, just not the black and white that's in the book, but listen to the things, the way that we break these down with our experience over over many years of, of reading, studying, and applying the book. I I know from personal experience by doing this one-on-one with so many people that it has given the, the big book, a new outlook to millions of people. I was sponsored by Charlie of Joe and Charlie early on. Charlie was one of my earliest mentors of the book. So nobody better could have taught me the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, but the way it was written and the way that he explained it, breaking down each sentence and going through it the way he did really was a life-changing experience for me. So I'm hoping that's what will happen. I'm sure that's what will happen for other people. He always uh, called the, uh, the way that they did the studies, the big book comes alive and it definitely came alive for millions of people. The way that we do it, we call it the big book stays alive. So that's my hope for anybody that's here. If you've just been reading this kind of like a novel or a textbook, let's take a look at it as a study guide. It's something much deeper, the deeper dive that you talk about often. Let's take a deeper dive into these words and the meanings behind them. And it will open up a whole new realm of experience. I know that that's been my experience and probably these ladies here and yours as well. So that's my hope for anybody that's here is that you will get a deeper understanding and experience of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Thank you. And I'm pumped. All right, let's get a little bit even more pumped here. Uh, Nikki, what can someone expect to experience as they listen to and apply the principles and concepts that we will be discussing and reading in the big book? Well, I'm hoping they have no expectations, number one, because what can they expect? Zero expectations is what the book says. But I'm, I'm hoping that they're going to have the experience that we've all had, which is miracles, is to see that this is true. These are facts. And then if you apply them in real time, that they too can have these same experiences, that they're going to see themselves in Justin, Ashley, David, and Nikki. You know, we're going to ask, I'm hoping too, that um, they're going to go, wow, exactly what the book says. You know, I'm one of them. I can have that experience too. So that's what I'm hoping for, that we're all just going to experience exactly what our magic book says it does. 
Love it. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Now let's jump. So let's jump into it. Let's let's hit this first page here. And as uh, was put to music in the musical and classical novel, The Sound of Music, let's start at the very beginning. And I'm not going to sing it. A very good place to start. And that's at the title page. Um, get your big books out and get ready to dive in. I'm going to go ahead and read the title page here, and then we will have um, some commentary from each of these panelists and move move into this. Okay. Title page, Alcoholics Anonymous, the story of how many thousands of men and women have recovered from alcoholism. And this is the fourth edition we're reading from, from Alcoholics Anonymous World Services, Inc., from New York City, 2001. Okay, so not a whole lot of words in there. I think it's just maybe 20 or so, but there's a lot in there. I think it's deeper than what we may think. Let's start with Ashley. Give us give us a minute or two on what your thoughts are and experience, strength, and hope on the title page. Thank you, Justin. Um, this is a powerful page to break down, but if I may, I'd like to go to the very first page of the big book. So let's go back to the very first page. <laughs> uh, and if you see my book, it is completely blank and it's completely blank for a reason. Um, my sponsor told me uh, that this page is to remind me what I know about the program, uh, basically to keep an open mind. Um, and so before I open up the book, um, I have the set aside prayer um, written in another version of my big book. And I pray that every time before I open up the book, which is what we did here tonight before we started this roundtable. Um, but going back to the page of Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, this is the very first promise of the big book. Um, it's telling me the story of how many thousands of men and women have recovered. So this is not just about getting sobriety. This is not that we are in a recovering state. If we work these steps as they're outlined and have an awakening, we will have recovered from a hopeless state of mind and body. Um, and another key thing to point out is that it's not just from alcohol. This is from the ism. Um, so this is what we want to look at as we go through the book. We call it self. It's caused by trauma, past events. It's the thoughts, the ideas that we have those beliefs manifest. And so that's what we want freedom from the bondage of is the ism. Um, and I'll pass it over uh, to the next person. Thank you so much, Ashley. Uh, David, what are your thoughts on that? All right. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Ashley, as well. I love how she pointed out that the very first promise was have recovered. When I came into Alcoholics Anonymous in 1994, they told me you'd never recover from this. In fact, when you do recover, you're dead. And they said, in my case, about six days after I was dead. My book says something much different, and I didn't know that in the beginning. It says we have recovered. I'm not recovering. I have recovered. Not from alcohol, not from lust, not from food, not from sex, from alcoholism. ISM. People say that's I, self, me, I sponsor me. I don't look at any of that. My book says none of that. I don't try to add words that aren't there. But what I do look at with ism is like she described. That's the self. These are ideas, concepts, attitudes, beliefs, and prejudice that are brought on by trauma and different events in my life that sets up a system of belief that is false. I take action based on these beliefs, and this creates hell for my life for a long time to come. One day I find alcohol, drugs, or lust, or whatever it may be, and that temporarily fixes that. But you see, I think that's my problem. So when I come here, I only focus on that. I'm not looking at the ism. See, it doesn't say I recover from alcohol. I recover from alcoholism. Big, big difference. In 1994, when I got sober, there, there was no fourth edition. It was only the third. 
And in those days, they did put the circle and the triangle in those pages. And it was unity, recovery, and service. Today, we draw those because I don't like leaving that out because that's what was there in the beginning. So unity, you know, we look at this in three areas. If you're just going to meetings, and we hear that a lot, just go to meetings and don't drink or don't do whatever you do. Well, hell, there's two other areas here that you've left out. Now, one leg of stool can't stand very long by itself. It's going to fall. So we want to look at, at unity, which is the fellowship. We want to look at recovery, which is the mental mind. And we want to look at service. And that's the spiritual aspect of this. So when I look at unity, I'm looking at the physical body. That's what I do when I go to the fellowship or whenever I meet with you. It's physical bodies. That's the unity. If you look at the 12 traditions, it's the same thing. It's unity. So we're going to apply the 12 traditions to the physical body, which is unity. Number two, not step two, but number two, the 12 steps. This is the mental mind. This is where I want to recover. As Nikki had said earlier, a, the main problem centers in the mind, not the body, but it's all about the thoughts. That's where the ism comes from. So as we move into the rest of the steps, we will see, particularly in 10 and 11, as we move through here, the only thing that's really going to change here is our thoughts and our beliefs. We're no longer taking actions that we once taken. And so we're no longer suffering from the same things we suffered from back then. As I do that, I want to move into the areas of service. And this is where the 12 concepts come in. So there's 36 spiritual principles to recover by, not 12. There's the 12 traditions. There's the 12 steps. And there's the 12 concepts and those are go all around this circle. So any book that leaves out this circle and triangle, it's a big, big mistake. They told me you need one, two, and three to be equal in the program, not steps one, two, and three, but as I described here, one, two, and three unity recovery and service. That's my take on that. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, David. I, I got a lot out of that. Thank you. Uh, Nikki, what's, what's your thoughts on your experience with this title page and the promises and everything in, in there? Well, I'm just so excited because I have so much to learn. So this is this is just amazing. Well, how about anonymous? You know, I like I, when I came in here. I'm I'm a, I'm a retired burlesque entertainer in my country. They call it a stripper, and you know, my education level is a PhD from the School of Hard Knocks. So I have to Google and look up a lot of these words. So anonymous, you know, it's like not known. I'm not to be known here, and I'm not to make anything public. So I had to learn that right away. Like, and that's a hard one for me because I like to bright lights, you know, big stage. So I had to really learn, you know, to come in here and it's anonymous program. And I love the word many, you know, I was taught many, doesn't say a few. This is many and it's a story. It's a story of many. And so I hear in the rooms a lot, well, men stick with men and women stick with women. Well, I'm sorry, madam, sir. It says on the front page, men and women. See, I sponsor men and women. And my sponsors, you know, I looked for a woman in the room for many years. I've been in here over a decade, Justin, and I looked for a woman. I couldn't find someone who had what I wanted. That's, that's the honest truth. And thank God that men made the approach. They follow, they follow the, the big book. And it says men and women. So we work together. So I like to dispel that right away when people like women go with women, men go with men. And yes, in certain cases, I get it. I, I, I understand that. But that really hit home to me. And then, of course, as, 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 you know, as our friends have said here, recovered. Doesn't say recovering. Doesn't say I want it. It's recovered. And it was actually said, like, a, re, a seemingly hopeless state of mind. I get a daily reprieve. And the ism always takes me back to, you know, they've shortened in the rooms the traditions, the short form. And I still have so much to learn. I'm just such a baby. But the, the long form, it says tradition three, 
Our membership ought to include all who suffer from alcoholism. So to me, that says that everyone's welcome, that everyone has a place here in Alcoholics Anonymous. That's what I get from that title page thus far. Thank you so much, Nikki. I, I appreciate it. All man, you mentioned that you have so much to learn. I have so much to learn, and I'm grateful. Well, we all have, you know, three additional people here to to bounce things off of and learn from. And and all of you in the audience, enjoy, man. This is this is a privilege. What a beautiful thing. All right. So typically I would jump in here and do a little quick QA, but we what we did is we uh introduced this and we're gonna keep these to 30-minute episodes. So what I what I'd like to do is just have a quick like one minute wrap up um, on your own experience, strength and hope from each of the panelists here. And then we'll, I'll do a wrap up and then we'll close this up. So Ashley, give us a real quick wrap up on your experience, strength and hope as it relates to what we've discussed today, a takeaway maybe. Thank you, Justin. Um, well, if we go back to the promise to me, when I, I didn't even know anything about the big book until December of 21. And when I first opened up the book and saw that there is a way out of my sexaholic misery that I've been living in, um, then that's that encouraged me to continue to read this book. Um, so I just hope my my strength and hope is that anyone will first see this and know that there is a way out when it feels hopeless. Amen. Thank you, Ashley. Good stuff, David. What are your thoughts on this as we close this up? Wrap this up. Yeah, absolutely. First, I would like to thank these two ladies for sharing experience, strength, and hope. Very beautiful thing, and thank you for putting this together one more time. One of the things that I was told and that I learned through this book and experienced strength and hope and moving through it is we're going to see the self. We're going to see ideas, concepts, beliefs, attitudes, and prejudice. Dr. Jung said, which was once the guiding force of the lives of these men, if you turn those two words around, it's like a force that guides. I don't even know this is happening. And it talks about it here. I call it ism. I've got those three letters underlined, ism, I-S-N-M. Self loves a story, and it loves a narrative. It tells me that this is going to happen, or that's going to happen, or this might happen, or, oh, boy, we better watch for this. And what I've learned through this process is I don't have to listen to that anymore. I can turn from that and not act on it. And if I don't put any action to thought, there's never going to be any reality to that story. So I was told very early on, your story really doesn't matter here, David. Your experience does. We're interested in one story, and that's the story of how many thousand men and women have recovered from alcoholism. No other story is needed here. Share your experience, not your story. So that's what I take from here. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, David. Nikki, a wrap-up uh, takeaway for you from, from today. Uh, my wrap-up for today is literally this is a promise that's come true. I mean, full stop. It's just awesome to go back because right next to that, I have written December 11th, 2016 is when I first found the big book. And I had been in the rooms wanting to die about four years previous to that. So I'm just so grateful as I look at it that I am one of these many thousands and today in 2023, millions of women who have recovered from this family disease of alcoholism. It's amazing. And when I change... Everyone around me changes. And just being reflective on this is just, this is what it, this is the bright spot in my day. Thank you so much. All right. And I'm just going to do a real quick, quick wrap up for me, my takeaway. What a, what a great little uh, meeting here. You know, 
one of the biggest takeaways I have, and this is this just builds on a on a realization I've had over the last few years, is that the ism is not unique. If if the way that I tend to to numb out and escape from life happens to be gambling or food or sex or whatever it may be, alcohol, drugs, whatever it may be. The ism is the same. The solution is the same. And I'm really excited to dig into this and go through this with you all. All right. Thank you all for joining us. To learn more about RICO 12 and what we're doing and how you can support these projects, go to RICO12.com. To learn more about any of the other projects and any of the things that Ashley, David, and Nikki are discussing, um, check out the links in the show notes and in the podcasting. Get into the work and experience the miracles of recovery. Join us in the Fellowship of the Spirit and come trudge this adventurous and amazing road of happy destiny with us. Work it. You are worth it.